Raymond James has been located in Carroll Bank and Trust since 1997, providing a customized service for discerning clients serving West Tennessee and surrounding areas. We offer a team approach to financial planning, presenting you with a broader scope of expertise than you will likely find in any one person. Our clients are our main priority, which is why we work to understand your unique circumstances and create a distinctive plan that provides a roadmap for your financial journey. During this podcast series, you will hear from the financial advisors at CB&T Financial. Join in to learn more about making smart financial investments, market changes, and members of our community that are making a difference in their area. Welcome back to our CB&T Financial Investment Podcast. I'm Matt Merrick. I have Mike Carey and Nolan Poteet with us. Nolan was not able to join us last time. I'd like to introduce him. Uh, Nolan has been with us for five years. Is that right, Nolan? Six. Six years. So uh, Nolan is our financial advisor in Paris, Tennessee. He's been over there doing a good job for us. Nolan, would you uh, like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Sure. Well, uh, like you said, I I actually started here in uh, 2015. Uh, So I've actually been with the bank uh, seven years, but with Raymond James for six years. So uh, I enjoy being here, and uh, it's a great place to work. And uh, I'm married to uh, Shauna, and I have two kids, Bella and Landon, that are five and three. And uh, just uh, glad to be here. So thank you. Good job. Uh, Dolan, what's your favorite part about your job? Uh, I guess I could say uh, just being able to interact with customers. Uh, you know, it's one of those deals where uh, customer service uh, for us is, uh, you know, probably our top priority. And, uh, and having people face-to-face is, you know, it's just uh, it's really good. So that's probably my favorite part. Well, good answer. Uh, today our topic is going to be uh, we're going to cover bond funds. We're going to try not to make that too boring for you. Uh, Nolan is going to go over uh, the Fed and the economy, and then uh, we'll do a quick market update at the end of it. So, uh, Mike, if you would, if you'd just give us uh, your thoughts on the bond market right now. Oh, uh, sure, Matt. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here again. We're hopeful that this conversation that we're having helps us to get a little communication out. You know, we're really challenged to, to talk to as many folks as we want to on a daily basis. So we're hopeful that our podcast will get us an opportunity to talk to more folks or at least get our uh, thoughts out to more folks as we can. Uh, one thing, and I was going to highlight this time, was just uh, my disappointment in bond funds uh, year to date. Uh, you know, many times we buy those thinking they are safer because in a bond fund, uh, you are a creditor. Uh, you loan money to companies as opposed to a fund where you are a stock you are a stock owner, and so we presume that a bond fund is a safer, relatively speaking, investment. And you know I've been watching the bond market and the uh, Vanguard aggregate bond fund, the Barclays aggregate bond fund, those indexes uh, that tell us what the bond market is doing are off in line with what stocks are now. For example, the uh, the Vanguard 
U.S. aggregate bond fund index year-to-date is down 10.6%. And there are many stocks that are not down that much. And I think when we buy a bond fund, we think that it will will pay us a, a reasonable rate of return and hold its value. Well, when we get a low rate of return and then we're subjected to similar level of risk as, as a stock would, would have, that's a disappointing risk-return trade-off. And uh, I've been kind of thinking that on the safe side, we have some alternatives that are not so uh, subject to, to interest rates and, and volatility. And, and I don't want to get too much investment speak here, but, but here, here's the... Uh, the bottom line is when interest rates go up, bond prices go down. And uh, if you hold the bond to maturity, you don't have any risk in many cases of losing any of your principal. But all of us prefer our money to be liquid. And uh, if we're looking at that as kind of a liquid investment and you look in there and a bond fund that you bought for a, quote, safe, liquid type investment is down uh, 10%, uh, you're not too happy about that. And so we've been revisiting uh, our safe, fixed side of the accounts that we have and, and looking at some alternatives that might be less uh volatile or, or subject you to less risk and, and i've been thinking about that a lot and you know i think relegating that money to current cer- certainly now with uh cd rates where they are broker cd rates where they are fixed annuity rates where they are you can do a very short-term investment that has a really attractive risk re- return trade-off and uh for the safe side of our accounts I'm thinking that's the direction that I'm going to be heading with customer accounts. And so, anyway, that's just something that's been on my mind lately. I want to communicate that. Hopefully, I haven't taken too long on the podcast. But uh, just want to get that out there. And if you've got questions about that, certainly give me a call. I'll be happy to discuss it, talk with you about it. But but I've just been a little disappointed in that. And, and one more comment on that. Matt passed me over some research that he did, and uh, so I don't want to not, not use this. But you know, a 60-40 mix, <clears throat> that means we got 60% of our money in stocks where we're an owner, and we got 40% of our money in cash, bonds, uh, fixed income type investments, and, and we presume that that 40% is safer. Well, uh, the 60-40 mix uh, is down 17.8% year to date. And that's that's pretty disappointing. That's the worst start on the 60-40 mix since 1976. And, and the biggest reason for that is the bond side hadn't held its end of the deal, in my opinion. So uh, you guys give us a call about that. We can talk more about it. And, and understanding what your investments are and how they behave is so vital. And that's why we try to do a good job of letting you understand what you own and why you own it. And so, you know, we're here to answer questions, and that's part of what this podcast is about. And I just, I'm thankful Caitlin's helping us get this put together. And so, uh, anyway, I'm on. I think that's enough rambling on bonds for the day. That's probably more than anybody wanted to hear with their biscuit. This. 
Okay, uh, we're going to now, I, I'm going to turn it over to Matt. He's got something he wants to add to, yep. to what we're talking about. Those are good points, Mike. When I was in the uh, getting started in the business, I had a customer come up to me that had moved some money in bond funds and had lost it, and uh, or not lost all of it, but it had gone down in value, and he was shocked that um, that bond funds could actually go down. I think that's a big misconception that people have is that their principal insured and they're not, but we do have principal insured investments that are paying really good rates right now. You can uh, get a, up to a, a three-year uh, fixed annuity paying up to 3.8%, and a, a five-year investment on those is over 4% now. So those are principal insured investments. May or may not be right for you, but just some other options we have. Um, I think one thing people... Uh, one misconception about our business people have is that we're all stocks, uh, but we do have principal insured investments also. And uh, that's all I had. And I'll quit hogging it up, turn it over to Nolan, let him give us an update on the Fed and the economy. <clears throat> well, so, uh, of course, all this stuff is a, it, it, it's a fluid, uh, it's a fluid deal. I mean, everything that, that, that is done, whether it be on the Fed level uh, you, you know, it affects the price of bonds. It's going to affect the price of the stock market. Um, but for those of you that don't know, uh, the Federal Reserve is the central bank in the, in the U.S. Its main job is to control the money supply in the U.S. economy. Well, how does it do that? There's a couple of different ways, but the main thing that's going on right now that people are, are seeing and, and may possibly don't understand is they are raising interest rates. Um, now, the interest rates were basically zero uh, at the first of the year. You know, the, the, the Fed funds overnight rate was uh, 0.25 to 0.5. Uh, the Fed has raised interest rates three times this year. In March, they raised them 25 basis points. In May, 50 basis points. And then in June, they came out with 75 basis points. Uh, so that that has raised our uh, overnight rate uh, from one and a half to one point seven five percent. So how does that affect us, and how does that affect what Mike was talking about, and what what, what Matt has talked about? Um, as those interest rates rise, and the Fed is raising interest rates, number one, money becomes more expensive. It's more, it's more expensive to buy a house. It's more, more expensive to buy a car. Uh, but you also get more interest uh, on CDs, on fixed products, things like that. So it, you know, it's a bad thing if you want to borrow money, but it's a good thing uh, if you want to save money. Um, so they are they're raising rates. They're trying to fight inflation. We're seeing inflation numbers that are higher. Uh, than anything we've seen in the last 40 years. I think I read something where uh, the Fed funds rate in 1980 or 81 was like 20%. So we're still at historically low interest rates. Uh, while it does seem like it's uh, it's going up and, and, and it's high, it's actually, you know, it, it, it is still low. Um, but it is the Fed's job uh, to try to slow down the economy when, when, when inflation becomes an, an issue. So, uh, you know, hopefully uh, they haven't waited too long to do this, and, and, and hopefully the, uh, the moves that they make, uh, you know, 
can can keep us from going into a full blown recession. So, you know, the um, the thing about the Fed is uh, their job is to uh, is usually to make us mad either way, uh, whether they raise interest rates or lower interest rates. So, um, you know, that's just something that's really one of their only tools to uh, to be able to fight what we're going through. But that's kind of that's kind of the skinny on uh, on the Fed, and uh, you know, obviously, it is something that that does affect everything that we do uh, as far as financial advisors. You know, whether it be on the fixed side uh, or the uh, or the uh, equity side. So, uh, you know, that's obviously something that that we can discuss uh, with any of you all if you have any questions and. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll turn it back over to Matt. I I think he's got some pretty interesting stuff too. Thank you, Nolan. It was a great update on the Fed, and uh, I be, it's I feel like the market has really uh, come to expect that the Fed is going to be aggressive, and hopefully, a lot of that is priced into the market now. And the market is um, constantly pricing in. Uh, future expectations of uh, different variations of the economy. So hopefully that's priced in. And, you know, earlier in the year, we have hit down 20% in the market. And that is frustrating to a lot of people. And it's hard to keep perspective on the market. And the most important thing to do when you're investing is having the right perspective. And what I mean by that is... uh, just remembering the long-term returns of the market and that it's going it's going to get you're going to have good years and bad years so for instance if you look at the market on a one-year return it's positive about uh 73 percent of the time and negative about 27 percent of the time but if you look at it on a 10-year return then it's then it's positive about 95 or 94 percent of the time so you just have to remember that it's a marathon and not a sprint. It's a long-term investment. And that uh, going back to the market, a lot of people will say, well, it's all a gamble. It's all a gamble. And I, I really don't think that. It's, it's, it's an investment. It's an odds game. And the best time to increase your odds is investing when the market's down like it is right now. We're down 20%. So the chances are, are a lot better that in 10 years, you're going to have a positive return if you're investing while the market's down than uh, if you were investing while the market was at an all-time high. You know, so, Matt, can I, can I jump in sure. there just a minute? They, uh, you know, I, people say that sometimes, market being a gamble. I, you know, I, it, is a, it is a risk proposition, but uh, I kind of get almost defensive about that because what the, when you send that money to that mutual fund or you buy that stock, you're investing in a company that is paying people salaries. There are living, breathing, there are people that are going into work, they're trying to make a product, they're living with all the regulation, they're living with all the geopolitical concerns, but they're walking in their job every day trying to build a product that they can sell to people who want that product. And that's the American way. So, uh, you know, to me, it's not really a gamble. It's an investment in people uh, and people that work for the companies that provide us many of the products that we've become so reliant on in our lives. So 
You know, I think it's a, an investment living, breathing capital, Matt. So when I hear that, I, I just kind of I get a little defensive because there's a lot of people out there work for those companies uh, that are producing those products. So, uh, you know, think about the investment that you're making in people when you make an investment in the market. So anyway, I just want to say, you know, a successful investment uh, strategy uh, it, one of the most important ingredients to that is, is a full understanding of what you own, how it works, how it's priced, uh, all of that. And, and that's something that we're committed to is educating you about the types of investments that you own. We want you to understand fully how an investment works because in, in that you are more confident in the investment that you're making and then more apt to to stay with it when you weather these different economic uh, environments and stock market downturns and that kind of thing. So so we just appreciate if you would allow us to, to talk with you and educate you about what you own. And uh, again, we appreciate you listening this week. We, we're just talking here offline about a probable you know a probable upcoming podcast which would be a discussion about annuities you know that, that a lot of people you know they think they're of the devil uh you know there's a lot of people you know if they understood them they, they might think they were attractive investments and and you know we just want to dispel some of those some of that or or you know highlight why they might be bad products for some people but we, we, that may be a future podcast so hopefully you'll tune into that and be sure and share this link with other listeners because we're trying to this is a way we can talk to more folks so be sure and share this link and we appreciate you and we appreciate your confidence that you placed in us here at cbt financial and raymond james carol bank and trust Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIP. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors Incorporated. Carroll Bank and CBT Financial are not registered brokers or dealers and are independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Investment products are not deposit, not FDIC, NCUA insured, not insured by any government agency, not bank guaranteed, subject to risk, and may lose value. Any opinions are those of CBNT Financial and are not necessarily those of Raymond James. Expressions of opinion are as of this date and are subject to change without notice. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but we do not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. The information contained in this email does not purport to be a complete description of the securities, markets, or developments referred to in this material. Any information is not a complete summary or statement of all available data necessary for making an investment decision and does not constitute a recommendation. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Future investment performance cannot be guaranteed. Investment yields will fluctuate with market conditions. Investing involves risk and you may incur a profit or loss regardless of strategy selected. Prior to making an investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor about your individual situation. 
A fixed annuity is a long-term tax-deferred insurance contract designed for retirement. It allows you to create a fixed stream of income through a process called annuitization and also provides a fixed rate of return based on the terms of the contract. Fixed annuities have limitations. If you decide to take your money out early, you may face fees called surrender charges. Plus, if you're not 59 and a half, you may also have to pay an additional 10% tax penalty on top of ordinary income taxes. You should also know that a fixed annuity contains guarantees and protections that are subject to the issuing insurance company's ability to pay for them. CDs are insured by the FDIC and often a fixed rate of return, whereas the return and principal value of investment securities fluctuate with changes in market conditions. There are special risks associated with investing with bonds such as interest rate risk, market risk, call risk, repayment risk, credit risk, investment risk, and unique tax consequences. To learn more about these risks and the suitability of these bonds for you, please contact our office.